is Iron Sports 95.9, 106.9 West Palm Beach. And we're honored to have back on the show Seth Wickersham, author of It's Better to Be Feared, probably the sports book of 2021. And I, I said, Seth, it's one of the best books I've read ever, sports books. So this summer, if you're going to the beach, you know, I know the book came out in October. It's one of the best books to take. Just take that book, forget about the other books and just read it. So congratulations on the success of It's Better Than Be Feared. And we had you come on to talk about Tom Brady. Thank you. It's my pleasure. We're, we're probably going to be talking about Tom Brady for several years to come. So anytime I can do it with you, it's a pleasure to do it. <laughs> so the first question, let's make it simple. Why did he retire in the first place? I think he was tired. And I think he was tired of playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that he had a lot of um, sincere interest in a lot of his off-field things, his Brady brand, all these new endeavors he could get into. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's a quarterback. And I think that um, a lot of things can be true at once. It can be true that, you know, 41 days ago he didn't want to play football and maybe he realized he was kidding himself and kidding everybody and wanted to come back and play. And it's one of the benefits of being Tom Brady. You don't have to play by anybody else's rules. But the thing that interests me is that, he retired from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 41 days ago and came back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I think that that evolution is really interesting. You mentioned you sent a tweet out today about Magic Johnson when he retired and unretired or whatever Mm -hmm. back in those days. And and you were talking about something that one of the authors wrote about Magic Johnson comparing him to, uh, to Tom Brady. Yeah. I think that like when you have these, you know, extremely ambitious and successful athletes, um, a lot of the, you know, the passion for the game and the interest in continuing to play is rooted in love for the game, um, fear for it not being there and what that might do in your life. And, you know, it's just, as you know, as, as we get older, you know, whatever personality we, traits we have, they tend to not wane. Instead, they tend to intensify. And I think that that's, what's going on with Tom. And I think that, you know, he's someone who even for the moments where he, you know, kind of is trying to find, figure out his mind and find his way. He's always known himself pretty well. And like, I go back to the 60 minutes interview that he did when he was 27 years old. That's back when, you know, Brady was the underdog, right? I mean, a long time ago. And, um, Steve Croft, the interviewer, asked him, is there anything that really scares you, that really scares, you know, Tom Brady? And he said, the end of my playing career. He was 27 years old. <laughs> and I think that what's obvious is that he's, he's still not ready for the end of his playing career. You said that you were surprised that he came back to Tampa. I mean, we heard some things. You heard yeah. about maybe San Francisco going home, other teams. But when he came back, it, it was the, it was not the announcement. Oh, I'm coming back to play. It says I'm coming back. There's unfinished business. I'm coming back to Tampa, the Tampa Bay. Yeah, and I mean, I think that there were some frustrations at the end of the season. It, you know, the way that things were going there, and you know, the Bucks just weren't as as buttoned up as the teams that Tom Brady is used to quarterbacking, and obviously. Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills took a bunch of heat for the way that they lost the playoff game against the Kansas City Chiefs. But Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay Bucks made a lot of mistakes, a lot of very similar mistakes in their loss to the L.A. Rams. Obviously, 
um, you know, after they had tied the game, there was 40-some seconds left. You know, they kick the ball out of the end zone. So they don't even let the Rams return it and give them a chance to, to waste some clock doing it. Um, and then finally, the dagger play, you know, when all you need to do is keep the Rams inbounds and let the clock run and you go to overtime, they blitz Matthew Stafford, one of the best quarterbacks in the league against the blitz, and singled up receiver Cooper Cup with a safety. I mean, that was a, a horrendous call that lost them a playoff game. And, you know, I think that when you're a perfectionist like Tom Brady and you've been raised in the most button-up system that exists in Bill Belichick's New England Patriots, as cold and emotionless as it is sometimes, there's a reason why they win a lot. And I think that he was frustrated. I think that he was ready to do something else. Now, was he ever going to be a San Francisco 49er? I think there was some smoke there. I don't think there was a lot of fire. I just think that there was too many complicating factors that would have prevented him from being a San Francisco 49er. First of all, is that what he truly wanted? Second of all, would the Bucks have accommodated him? Third of all, do the 49ers even have anything that they could trade to the Bucks after trading you know, up and giving up so much to draft Trey Lance last year? Um, you know, would his family have gone for that? Moving again to the other side of the country or letting him be on the other side of the country for the entire football season I think there's a lot of things that would have that made that complicated. But um, again, what's pretty obvious is the Bucks, you know, took advantage of Brady's desire to want to play, and clearly convinced him that returning back to the Bucks gave him a good chance of winning a Super Bowl. And we'll see how it plays out. Well, I mean, we compare it to the Aaron Rodgers situation, whereas a year ago Aaron Rodgers felt he had no control over Green Bay, and now clearly he's running the organization in many respects. Brady we, <laughs> Brady, we all assumed was running the organization, but does this even, I mean, it's hard to think how he could even have more power now, but it's almost, did he come back? Has he come back in a better position to have more power in terms of, it's it just, it's amazing. That's one thing I was surprised because I thought he was calling the shots there at Tampa. That was a little surprised by him coming back to Tampa saying, you know, because yeah. he, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I don't think that, like, he clearly has more say over things, I think, than he did in New England. There's no doubt about that, but, you know, he's one person and, you know, he can't run the entire organization. Um, and, you know, clearly there was the desire to return. There was the desire to return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, my, my colleague, the great Jeff Darlington said on TV, it was Tampa or bust. And so I think that um, that evolution to me is interesting. I mean, clearly the Bucks knew that, he might not be able to stay retired long. I mean, that that's well documented and it's public that GM Jason Light was, um, you know, leaving the light on for Tom Brady <laughs> is, what, is what he said. He but, left the light and the door yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah. But still, Tom had to walk into it. And, you know, how he got there, I think, is is a fascinating thing that hopefully, um, you know, we'll, we'll look into reporting and there, some be, and there will be some good reporting on and how much do you think about the Antonio Brown situation this year? It seemed like that was just such a mess during the year, the vaccination, everything. And then it's certainly the final game when he walks out of MetLife Stadium at total disaster. It seemed like people were criticizing Tom Brady. You vouched for him. So now, like, what was Tom Brady supposed to do? Is it, yeah, I vouched for him. What am I, am I supposed to you know, retire because I vouched for someone who didn't stand up to what I thought he was going to be? Yeah, I mean, look... I, I think that he's, you know, it's one of those things you see people saying in retrospect, 
Like Mike Tomlin deserved many Coach of the Year awards <laughs> for the fact that they were able to get Antonio Brown to be a productive and, and relatively, you know, quiet member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, it's just obvious that the person, you know, that Antonio Brown has issues that are not going to be fixed in a pro football facility. And he's a disruption and he makes things difficult and he puts the leaders of the team in, in incredibly difficult public situations. So I, I don't know firsthand if the Bucks were upset that Tom Brady vouched for Antonio Brown. Obviously he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl that they won. Can't be too unhappy about that. I don't know if Tom Brady was upset with the way that the Bucks handled Antonio Brown, but you know, I think that Antonio Brown has showed the world who he is and I don't think that the Bucks or Tom Brady or anybody else is going to be able to do anything to prevent Antonio Brown from being exactly who he is. And then what about the relationship you think now? I mean, it seems like with Arians and and Brady. Is it I mean, you heard there was some friction a little bit, but it you know, it seems like there isn't any. So what what is this, where is the truth in between or where is the truth really on this? Well, I think that Tom Brady always liked Bruce Arians and likes him incredibly, like, you know, loves him as a person. I think the question, again, is like, you know, are they as buttoned up? I mean, he's used to a certain style of football, and there is a reason why Bill Belichick might be cold and emotionless at times, but is unquestionably the the game's greatest coach. And Bruce Arians is one of the most likable guys ever and is – unquestionably a very good coach. There's a difference. And Tom Brady is used to one particular way of football teams being prepared for games and playing situations. And, you know, the Bucks just aren't the same. And there's pros with that and cons with that. But I think that at the end of the season, I think he was upset about, um, you, you know, the fact that the Bucks weren't as buttoned up as teams that he was accustomed to and, you know, even after they came back from a 20 to three, 27 to three deficit against the Rams in, in less than a half, you know, they still figured out a way to lose that game. And, you know, I think that he was tired and he was ready for something else 41 days ago and clearly 41 days away led him to reconsider. How do you think this is um... – turning out in New England. Like I was, when it happened, when he first announced he was coming back, I was wondering if, like, did Bill Belichick say, well, I knew he was going to come back? And did Robert Kraft say, yeah, I knew Tom was going to come back. I'm not surprised. I think that they couldn't have been surprised. I mean, they know Tom Brady's ambition as well as anyone's. And especially someone like Coach Belichick, knowing football as well as he does, probably notices a lot of the blind spots in the Bucks coaching style that someone like Tom Brady would definitely pick up on. Um, but, you know, that said, Tom Brady, you know, you didn't need any great window in Tom Brady's psyche to know that he might come back because he provided it himself a week after he walked away when he said, you never say never on coming back and did everything he could to leave that door open. And, um, you know, as we said, I mean, you know, these, these passions and, and, you know, sort of the way that people are wired gets worse over age, not better. And so in that regard, it's not surprising at all that Tom Brady came back. And even as he, that he came back as a Tampa Bay buck, um, 
you know, this is who he is. He's a lot of things. I mean, at this point, he's a global icon. He runs his own clothing brand. He runs a gym and a diet and a lifestyle wellness type of, um, uh, you know, methodology. But he is a quarterback at his heart, and I think he knows that. And it's just obvious that he needs the game more than the game needs him. Oh, I love how you say that. That's great. Well, Seth, thank you so much. I know you're really busy today, and I really appreciate you coming back on Iron Sports and giving us some insight, considering you wrote the seminal book on the Patriots uh, about Tom Brady and about his decision to come back uh, from his, forty, I think, 41-day retirement. So thanks a lot for coming back yeah. and coming to Iron Sports.